Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're, you're listening, listening to ghost host, Sophia Temporelli. Ian Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly Paranormal. Weekly, Weekly at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to ghost host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the ghost host Sophia on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. This is April, the psychic housewife in New Jersey, featured on the travel channels, The Holes of Files. I just wanted to wish my very dear friend, Sophia Temporelli, a very happy 11-year anniversary right here on Live Paranormal. Congratulations, Sophia. I love you and I'm so proud of you. 
That's right. It's the Ghost Toe Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Congratulations, Sophia, on 11 years of broadcasting here on LiveParanormal.com and now on GhostHunting.com. So you can listen on either one here on LiveParanormal.com and feel free to call into the show 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316 as well. Feel free to jump into the LiveParanormal.com chat room. And uh, any questions for our guests, make sure that they're all caps so we can distinguish among the chatter in the chat room uh, going on as well. And thank you, Rob Sarek, for providing this format each and every week and to all of our moderators. Thank you guys so much over the years for all of your assistance. Today, we welcome back intuitive and remote viewer Harvey Alltown, who's featured on the Ghostly Voices episode of Discovery Channel, The Hauntings, spirited phone call episode of My Ghost, uh, My Ghost Story Caught on Camera, the Netflix original series Haunted, and the host of the Insights Hour on Facebook. Everyone visit HarveyAltouseIntuitive.webs.com on Facebook, Harvey Altouse, Twitter, at Harvey Altouse, and YouTube, Harvey Altouse, uh, search for his videos. Upcoming, we have Medium and Find Your Voice in the Darkness, author Sky Ray. That'll be next week, the 11th. Also, Psychic Medium Rick Wade promotes his new book, The 11th Child. That'll be on the 18th. Paranormal investigator Corbin Bentley will be on the program on the 25th. Uh, the Digital Seance Initiative author Ron Yacovetti and paranormal investigator Lourdes Gonzalez will be on uh, on April 8th. And Travel Channel Strange World host investigator Christopher Giratano will be on the program. He's selecting his dates, too. We have other people securing their dates. We have a big springtime coming up. So you don't want to miss any of these upcoming broadcasts. So. Mike the Ghost Host on LiveParanormal.com Facebook fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. And let's bring the host on here, Sophia. Congratulations on 11 years of broadcasting here. Thank you. I can't believe it's already been 11 years. I know you're doing a fantastic job. You've helped a lot of people over the years. You got the Instagram, the Twitters, and you, you got your own YouTube and stuff as well. Where can people find you? I'm on Twitter, at Sophia Temporelli with 1L, and Instagram, just at Sophia Temporelli. Yeah, well, we cursed you with a long name, so you just drop an L on Temporelli, and you'll be able to find Sophia anywhere. Well, tell us about your guest today, Sophia. Today, we welcome back intuitive and remote viewer Harvey Althaus, as featured on Ghostly Voices episode of Discovery Channel's A Haunting, Spirited Phone Call episode of My Ghost Story Caught on Camera, and the Netflix original series Haunted. And Harvey is the host of the Insights Hour on Facebook. Everyone visit HarveyAltHouseIntuitive.webs.com, Facebook Harvey Althaus, Twitter at Harvey Althaus, and YouTube Harvey Althaus. Let's welcome Harvey into the show. Harvey, thanks for coming back today. I'm trying to unmute you. There we go. Got you unmuted. Hey, <laughs> Harvey. I'm here. Hey, Harvey. Thank you so thanks much for coming, for coming on. on today. Oh my goodness, absolutely. It's my it's my pleasure. It's every time I've been on, you know, it's it's you just rock this entire show. I mean, you guys are you do it right. Let's put it that way. And and happy anniversary. It's been 11 <laughs> years. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Yeah, we're actually coming up on 12 now in uh, June, so almost yeah. half my life I've been doing this show. Well, I've known you for about that half now. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have. I think we met when I was like 13 or something, so I had yeah, only been doing yeah, the show yeah. like less than a year or around a year, and uh, yeah, right, here right. we are like 11 years later. Talk about the, you know, the wheel turning. You for know, sure. I'm just glad but, that, I mean, uh, you know, we, yeah, go ahead. 
Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, obviously I started at a young age with my radio show, but with your abilities, they also developed at a young age, if you want to tell the audience about that. Oh, my goodness. Um, man, uh, we only have an hour, so I have to condense all this. <laughs> um, okay, so that yeah, was about four, you know, um, when I noticed things, felt things, hear things, uh, and it's pretty much, you know, has stayed with me all of my life. Uh, during my early teen years, um, I had a break from it. I guess, because I, you know, had my mind preoccupied on other things, you know, what a young teenage boy thinks about. Um, and it was kind of a, a, a good thing because I had a time to catch my breath. But it wasn't until I joined the military, you know, moved away from my family and my situations. And, you know, it just everything that I guess had been repressed for a while just came back and, you know, on fire, <laughs> And uh, reminded me that it never went anywhere. So instead of running from it like I used to, I just sort of turned around and embraced, you know, what I can do or abilities I have, whatever you want to say. Um, but I did a lot of research, you know, talk about, you know, trying to find out, figure out things. So since I had no reference point, mm -hmm other than what I've experienced, you know, I, the more I researched and dug deep was the more that I found out there's, there's actual names and titles for the stuff that I can do, you know, and there's other people that researched it. Now, a lot of this is, is conjecture. A lot of this is, um, you know, you can't prove it scientifically, but it's kind of amazing though, that for as long as man has been around, it just seems like, you know, um, these senses and sensitivities has been around as well. So I'm not the first one. I'm not going to be the last one. You know, I, I, I totally believe that we're all born with, you know, gifts, abilities, whatever, you know. Uh, but unfortunately, as we grow, our abilities are conditioned out of us or they're put into a dormant state, you know, due to, you know, your upbringing, uh, religious dogmas, um, education, you know, all that stuff. But I think the biggest, uh, the biggest people that, you know, that have went out of their way to squelch that in us, because, you know, our, our ancestors lived, you know, for eons, you know, using their wits and their intuition, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but now in modern society, especially after the Industrial Revolution, you know, began, you know, we didn't have to work as hard to know where our next food's going to come from, you know, our next meal. You know, we had to be intuitive back in those days. You know, first we were hunters and then gatherers, and then we became farmers. You know, uh, so, you know civilizations grew from you know, the communities that formed together, you know, uh, uh, farms and, and uh, collectives, you know. But, you know, not having something to eat when you wake up in the morning, just go to the refrigerator because, you know, the night before, before you went to bed, you watch television and you're told, eat uh, Jimmy Dean sausage for breakfast in the morning. So you go and you got them, you know, you either have them in your refrigerator already or you got, ah, I have to go to the grocery store, you know. So, mm -hmm. so we don't have to work hard anymore. So it's, picture, picture a grape, you know, growing. It grows on a vine, it's young. It becomes very supple. It becomes very 
full of energy and wonderful, yummy, sugary substance inside. But if it if it's, doesn't have to work as hard, and, and, and if people forget to water it, if people forget to, you know, to weed it, you know, what happens to those grapes? They, they wither into raisins, you know? And, I, and, and, and in my mind, you know, in my opinion, a lot of people, you know, like I said, we're all born with gifts. But the majority of us, you know, our gifts have been allowed to wither on the vine because we don't need to tap into them. We don't need them anymore. It's like, it's like wisdom teeth. To this day, people still really don't understand wisdom teeth. You know, that's a throwback in our, you know, from our ancestry. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, we, we all have it, but it's just for some reason, some people, myself included, um, have, you know, it's, it's, it's never had been allowed to atrophy. You know, it's just has grown and grown and grown, you know? So, but yeah, but that's, like I said, I could go on for longer than an hour talking about this stuff, but you know, that's, that's me in a nutshell. You know, but the older I became, I noticed I could could do a lot of different things, you know, from uh, remote viewing, uh, which is ability to see things at a distance, to experience things, smell things, hear things, you know, without physically being there, uh, clairvoyant, clairaudient, um, clairescent, uh, you know, just all these clairs. <laughs> um, but it's, it's just, uh, you know, the more that I use them, you know, because I, I literally use them on a daily basis almost because all the readings I do. But but it's like the more you use it, the more it grows, the more it expands, the more it encompasses. And mm-hmm. it's just it just becomes uh, – let's, let's put it this way. It got to a point to where I needed to train myself how to turn it on or turn it off. You know, because otherwise, you know, people always ask me, oh, my God, how do you get through the day if you're that sensitive? Well, I turn it on or turn it off. You know, that's how I get through. So that, in a nutshell, that's, that's me. For sure. I mean, you're definitely extremely gifted. I remember, you know, you actually called my mom uh, when she was in the hospital after just having surgery uh, to have a hysterectomy after being diagnosed with uterine cancer. She's all clear now, everyone. But Harvey actually right. called my mom and said, are you okay? I just have a feeling that something's wrong. And I felt like I should call you. We're like, Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, and, and, and when I connect with people, when I make friends, you know, um, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like our energies, you know, it's still connected no matter what the distance is. And for some reason, you know, and it's not just your mom, but it's been other times with other people who I've connected with over the years, you know, that it's like, I don't know, it's, it's like the old telegraph. It's like we're connected by an acidic wire, you know, so what's ever happening with that person, you know, I, I, I feel it or, or I get a message like, hey, you know, what's going on with Shirley? Maybe, maybe I should give her a call, you know, and we're, what, eight hours apart? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a drive. You would think being in the same state, we would be much closer, but no. Right. The first time we ever met was in person, and we literally haven't seen each other in person since because we just live so far apart. Yeah, and that's that's the whole thing. I mean, I did have a 
uh, we were there where you live at one point a while ago and <laughs> yeah. just passing through didn't even dawn on me but then I told your mom and she's like what you you were not even she said we're not even 10 minutes away from there we can come be you know she's like yeah we're five minutes away yeah 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 exactly I mean I wish that that could have happened but unfortunately you know our time frame you know was going to allow for that you know but uh, but other than that you know someday someday you know, we'll definitely, we'll, we'll see you again. Absolutely. But it is amazing just to how your abilities work, especially in situations like that. Um, as you said, you kind of had to learn to develop them on your own and learn right. to turn it on and off yourself. But for people who are currently struggling with psychic ability issues or wanting to develop their own ability, what advice would you give to them? Um, well, first of all, <laughs> I would not worry about what other people think. That's huge. Uh, but that's mm-hmm. easier said than done. Um, stop, you know, get to a point to where you can suspend your disbelief that, you know, it's just like, you know, when you experience something out of the ordinary, it's, you're in disbelief that that happened, right? So then our mind starts trying to come up with reasons and answers as to what happened, what, what it is you just experienced, you know, but getting to a point to where, you know, well, geez, I think a better way for me to explain it would be there's uh, when you're by somebody or you're walking through whatever it is and you all of a sudden something like hits you, or it makes you stop. It makes you start thinking about some, something completely different, you know. And a lot of people, they just like, ah, I don't know where that came from. And they, they continue on or keep doing what they're doing. But most of the time, that is a big tell, at least in my opinion, at least what I've experienced over the years, that I'm getting energy from someplace, something, someone that's got my attention and it has totally made me forget what I was just thinking about. And now I'm thinking about this, you know, I mean, there's randomness, there's coincidence, but when that happens, let's say, let's say I'm in a shopping mall and I'm walking and I'm minding my own business. I pass a, a person sitting on a bench, you know, they're just sitting there and then I'll stop. And I have to look at this person or I have to circle back to them. I come over and I say, um, excuse me, um, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but something about your father who you didn't get a chance to say goodbye to. These are random strangers, Sophia, mm-hmm. you know, that I've, that I've had. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it, it's like, it's a trigger. It's like a tripwire. I, I don't know what it is. It's like I have feelers out or something. And then, when it runs up, who's ever gets somebody's energy or, or spider, you know, spider's feeling every, every you know, uh, it's got his web out there and it can feel what's going on. Um, I feel that that's how it happens for me, you know, especially in those moments. So like when I'm, but, but the thing here is, is when I do, when I do readings for people, um, I don't have to be in front of them. I can be, I mean, I got people halfway across the world that I do readings for and I'm not there in front of them. You know, but I do feel though that once I connect with somebody, I it's it's that spider web, it's that etheric 
you know, telegraph wire, you know, that just goes with them, you know, and that's how we, you know, stay in connection. Or if it's somebody brand new, like that random person that I just said, you know, right there, even though it was just a temporary thing and probably one time thing, it's like I, I connected with that person or they needed for me to, whoever was it made that connection happen, you know, but um, having, but having somebody, you know, having, having abilities, being empathic, most people are, are, are empathic, you know, most people have feelings about things or they know, you know, or they know how somebody's feeling or whatever. That's, that's empathy. That's, you know, you know, you know person being empathic, um, you know, and people always ask me, well, what can I do to, you know, to uh, do to develop all that? Well, there's all these books out mm-hmm. there, you know, that that's available in YouTube and this and that. But what I suggest the most is find somebody that, you know, is intuitive that you're comfortable with that you have made an established a connection with, you know, a positive one. And, you know, you will, um, you know, have somebody there to give you pointers. You'll have somebody there to um, guide you, I guess you'd say, you know, kind of like, a, you know, like, like I said, a, a mentor, teacher, whatever you want to call it. Now there's lots of people out there that, you know, they help people, you know, reconnect with their psychic abilities or hone and, and find polish, you know, what they already have, you know, and it's just so, um, I mean, it it just depends on, you know, Oh, I'm thinking rapidly. It's like 10,000 miles a second here. trying to get all this information out. Um, But I guess, I guess it's your comfort level as far as how you want to go about learning. You know, you can speak to somebody, absolutely. It can give you some guide, you know, some tips, some, you know, guidelines, whatever it is that you want to do. But it's up to you to make something, you know, to take whatever it is to help you, you know, further your, your involvement. But I always tell people, the more you seek these gifts and open them up, the more attuned that you're going to become to them. But also at the same time, caveat emptor, buyer beware. You know, sometimes when you open yourself up spiritually, you know, sometimes negativity is like a moth to the flame, you know, and learning how to, you know, learning, learning an ability is one thing, but the main thing is learning how to protect yourself, you know, from stuff that, you know, uh, you might be tapping into something that you don't, you know, want to have a negative connection with, you know, so that's, that's sure. all, that's yeah. all part of it, you know, but yeah. So finding somebody that is, you know, gifted, somebody that's, see, being, being gifted and being able to teach somebody or even to mentor somebody, sometimes those two things, you know, it's kind of hard to find the right fit. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that nobody can teach, but sometimes, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to, hard to get that information out there to where it is teachable for a person just learning, you know, but uh, so I would, I would suggest, you know, starting with books and, and, and videos and then doing your own experimenting and then going from there. And there's going to become a point to where, uh, you know, you're probably going to want to seek out, you know, somebody that's been doing it for a while just to, 
you know, just to keep you on course, just to keep you, you know, just to tell you you're not crazy, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. That's what I, that's what I would suggest. Yeah. I mean, it, it can be really hard. I mean, I'm not psychic. I would say I, I'm more of like a sensitive, but it's really hard when you have these experiences and, you know, you don't know what to do with them. Obviously, you know, my mom was very supportive of me when I told her there was a ghost in the house. So I was very right. lucky with that, but it's hard to be able to like understand what's going on and, you know, like, why no one else is experiencing it. The particular ghost in our house was only focused on women, but it's just hard to try and decipher the afterlife when, you know, it's, you don't yeah. have resources or, you know, someone to at least tell you you're not crazy. Right. Exactly. You know, so it's, uh, it's an individual path for sure for everybody, you know, who seeks this. And I look at it, like this I look at it like the journey you know like the shaman's journey or the or the hero's journey you know I truly feel that sometimes it takes us at a you know to get to a low point in our life you know that it doesn't have to be necessarily physically traumatic but something that traumatizes a little bit uh, kind of you know, wake, you know, uh, awakes this uh, dormant energy or sensitivity. And mm-hmm. I feel that that jolt, I think it really plays heavy into, into it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like the jolt that plugs everything back in. But once everything is back in because of that one initial outburst of that energy, you know, that allowed you to connect with whatever it is that you're experiencing, whatever the trauma was. I'm not saying it has to be, like I said, physical, but it could be mental, emotional, whatever, but whatever it was, it was traumatic. You know, sometimes that's, that's, that's the spark, you know, that starts everything. Absolutely. And And I know for many, um, sorry, go, you can go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, for many psychics and mediums too, you know, clairvoyance and everything, people receive their messages in different ways. So how do you, um, as a psychic and all your other talents, remote viewing, everything, how do you receive your messages? Okay. Um, mostly, well, for the remote viewing, it's like I'm being shown pictures mm-hmm. or, you know, short videos or movies but it's in a negative. So there's no, like, I have, I have, I have to, it's like I'm looking at a negative of an old photograph. So I have to decipher what color that is or what hue that should be, or exactly what is that fuzzy thing? So, uh, but when it comes to uh, that, that's for remote view, uh, remote viewing, but everything else, it comes over me as feelings or emotions or uh, when it comes to uh, psychometry, which is available, you know, you you touch something and you could start picking stuff up from it. Uh, It's like I get impressions. I'll get more like pictures. So I'd say I probably have to say, 
it's either it's 50 50 it's either pictures but a negative form and they're very brief it's like a blink or i get feelings emotional or physical that's that's possibly that's you know how how it happens for me yeah i mean it's it's kind of just amazing that you know you can remote view the way you do i mean I feel like, you know, I talk to so many psychics on the show and stuff, but remote viewing seems to be really one of those rare abilities that people have. And, I mean, it's just incredible, you know, everything you're able to see with that ability. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, Before I accidentally stumbled on this and discovered that I could do this, um, I never really knew about remote viewing. It wasn't Mm -hmm. until this incident that happened that I started going, wow, that's weird. I've never done that before. Why can I do this when I started research? And one of the first things that um, caught my attention was the Stargate program back in the early 1970s. That was run out of Stanford University here in uh, Palo Alto, California. And it was headed by, well, it was the Department of Defense. They were trying to counter Soviet psychics who were supposedly being used for intelligent gathering using remote viewing. And then there was this whole program started uh, and a person, his name was major Ed Gaines who became in charge of it. And the leading psychic, which uh, his name was Indigo Swan. And if people, you know, uh, you can just look him up. It's Indigo Swan and this guy, what he could do, this, he, had, he couldn't bend up this world. I mean, he was so accurate as far as his, his abilities to be able to see hidden things and get the exact detail of what it is. It's just crazy. So anyway, so the, the Stargate was formed, and they spied on Russia. And uh, it was a hit and miss. But when they, when they hit, it was it was pretty valuable, you know, for the defense department, but it wasn't consistent. So unfortunately they ended up disbanding, but the people that started the Stargate program, they kept together. And I can't remember the name of the business now, but they employ remote viewers uh, to do whatever the work it is that they're doing. Um, And they've been very successful at it because they're still in business. Uh, But believe it or not, Sophia, I truly believe that anybody can remote view. And I actually proved it to myself when I was asked uh, a few years ago, I was a guest speaker at Preston Castle in Ione, California, for one of their annual paranormal conferences. But they changed it up as opposed to me just speaking and doing readings. Um, They asked if I would teach a class. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, well, what should I teach? And the guy goes, well, I don't know, whatever you want. And I says, well, maybe remote viewing. Maybe I'll just do a, like a remote viewing one-on-one just to give a quick history, background, and then that's it. But then I furthered it. I said, well, maybe I'll give people a chance to see what, what I do and how I do it. Well, so I went online and I got some forms that actually existed. And I made some copies and I made a target picture and I signed a randomly generated number that meant absolutely nothing to me 
and I wrote it on the outside of the of the manila envelope. And I went, and anyways, when it was my time to do the uh, class, there were 16 people that had signed up, and they're all waiting for me. But the weirdest thing was that there was this, this lady, when I went to set up my desk you know, at the head of the class, she goes, she goes, I just want you to know something. I'm only here to prove to my husband that this is all BS. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I says, what, what do you mean, what all BS? She says, everything from ghosts to what you are going to teach us to do. I'm like, okay. Anyways, and her husband's kind of like looking at me going, she goes, she's crazy. Just, you know, anyways. So the short of the long story is out of the 16 people, by the time we were done, half of them were literally in the ballpark of my target. And then out of those four, two of them were, if this is a a game of horseshoes, they got super close to that pin. They would have got points. But it was this lady, this skeptic herself, who was crusading for her husband to debunk all this, actually got the target 100%. Oh, wow. And I wasn't expecting anybody to do anything. But people got into it, you know, they, I said, and somebody says, well, I, I just handed out the papers. I wasn't going to do anything with them, you know. But I, but I had the, you know, I had the target, the picture inside. I said, well, this is how they do it. Cause, you know, they have remote viewing uh, classes you can take. But I thought it was, I, that's not how I really do it. But anyways, um, so I was just using those as props, you know, just as talking points, you know, kind of like a PowerPoint, but in my hand. You know, yeah, and but so we went ahead and did it because people asked if they could just go ahead and fill it out. And I said, okay, well, then if you want. So I did my part. I walked them through. You know, how does it make you feel? You know, what's the what's the first sensation you feel connected to this target? Um, how are you feeling at this moment? How does how would this make you feel if you were there? You know, all this information was on that. I was just reading off the form that I that I had brought. And and then there's an area to sketch these different parts of how they're feeling. And then on the back, they put all the parts together, and it forms the picture. And what mm-hmm. scared me the most was it was, okay, the target was Yosemite. And it was taken from Highway 40 entrance tunnel, you know, that you come through, and then you see that big vista view of, uh, Tap Dome, El Capitan, the three brothers, or sister, whoever, the three brothers or sisters. Anyway, you know, just that valley shot, right? And yeah. she, li- she literally she literally drew that. Literally. She even put the Merced River in, in a close proximation as, as it was on the picture. And when I showed her that, her husband was going, oh, my God, shit on this. And she sat there, <laughs> and she stood up. She didn't say a word. She came up to me. She didn't say a word, nothing, except this. May I keep this? And then she just turned around and left. But 
the view of her and everybody, they were clapping for her and everything like she was on a, you know, just won a game show. But she was so embarrassed. Like, she, like I said, she was on a mission and she was just one of those people that unless it happened to her, she would never believe. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, so, you know, I've taught a few people, you know, uh, I just said, wow, that worked pretty well. So I put out a little, let people know that I was, you know, teaching it. And I had a few people, not a lot, just a few, but we had fun and she got really good. So now they use this, you know, on their own, however they want to do it. But I've been using mine, you know, for, uh, to help investigation groups to understand what's going on. Because for some reason, how I connect, I connect to the actual place itself. I get a bunch of the history. And a lot of times I, I, I sketch when I'm doing readings, you know, when I'm doing remote viewing, and I'll sketch people that mean nothing to me, <laughs> but come to find out it means everything that has a connection to the place. And I'll draw a picture of, let's say, a house. It's a two-story. And then I show the picture, and they're like, well, that's not how it is now, but it was how it was when it was first built. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, it's incredible what you're able to pick up. I mean, it's amazing, and uh, you definitely changed that woman's life for better or for worse. She can't really yeah. deny that one now. Um, right. I do know we have to take a quick commercial break, though, sure. but we'll be right back with more questions. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Our guest today, intuitive and remote viewer Harvey Altaus. Everyone right now, visit HarveyAltausIntuitive.webs.com. That's HarveyAltausIntuitive.webs.com. You can find him, too, as well on Facebook, Harvey Altaus. Twitter at Harvey Althaus and YouTube, Harvey Althaus. The Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Late edition of the show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with the most, Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.LiveParanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files, and you're listening to Ghost Coast. <laughs> 
Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself into your mix of, of voiceovers now. I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. Okay, I'm trying to unmute. Usually means there's a lot of people listening to the show right now. But uh, uh, Harvey, Sophia, you're back on. And as you're unmuting, yeah, Harvey, is there anything you sense or feel regarding Sophia and her direction just from you know, her voice during the show, or how, how does that work? Well, this is how it works. Like I said, um, since I've known you guys, when I first met her on the first day, I said, there's going to be something special coming for your daughter. There's, you know, there's something huge in the works, you know, that's going to get to a point in her life to where, you know, Sophia's going to be, you know, in front of that camera. She's going to be a trendsetter. She's going to be, she's going to be the new it girl. And, you know, I saw, um, you know, just all these positive things. And, most, you know, and it, I know it's been a roller coaster ride for you guys. Uh, since I've known you and you know, it's been on many journeys as far as that path is concerned. Um, and it was uh, recently I had had a feeling that, you know, she had been working on some of her own stuff. It was a dream, I think actually anyways, uh, that she had been working on some of her own stuff. Uh, since the last time that I had spoken with her and, but in the dream, she was, you know, so excited, she, you know, she needed to tell me, about this new thing that was going on and uh, that she had these forces, the powers that be were really excited uh, to what she needed, you know, what she, where she was heading with whatever this project was that she was doing. And then unfortunately, you know, before I got to where she was going to explain it to me, I, I woke up and anyways, that same day I, I, I called oh. down to, to let you guys know, but um but anyways, you know, Sophia, like I said, it's been a journey for you. And mm-hmm. it was, I, I knew, you know, obviously you needed to grow. Obviously you need to mature. Obviously you needed to bloom, you know, where you're at right now. And it, this is, this is prime time. And I just feel that, you know, we're, you know, the past, you know, the past several years, I was telling you that you're going places well, you know, you, you definitely been, you know, going on the path that you are, are, are going to be doing, but it was just, you know, it's all been about timing. Here it is. I, I feel that the timing, uh, this is the timing for you. This year, uh, 2023, this is the year that's going to be the blooming of Sophia. This is going to be the year that she will really stand out and take charge and she'll benefit you know, for what it was that she has started. And I really feel that these new projects that you got going on, I do feel that there's going, you know, there's some fruition coming to them. And it's going to make you feel that, you know what? Now is the time. Everything else was practice. I did my diligent mm-hmm. work. I never strayed from the path. And, and if anything, it's inspired me over the years. And then once you get, because I know, I know, Sophia, you're, you know, you're very idealistic. You've got all these wonderful ideas, you know, floating around at any one time. But when you capture one, and it's like aha moment for you, your epiphany. That's when the bells and whistles go off. And I feel that this is, that, you know, that this is one of those, one of those epiphanies to where you got a really good chance. So, 
if you keep going down this road and you put all your energy into it and use, uh, well, I can't remember what it's called, but you're, you're, you're putting it out there in the cosmos, you know, and live it that it's actually happening. I see this coming to fruition at this, you know, at this moment, at this time, before the end of this year. I think you're going to find, you know, receive, you know, some really good positive direction and positive input that's going to put you securely and squarely on the path of where you've been needing to go all these years. That's what I see. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely right. I, I usually do have, like, a lot of ideas floating in my head. Normally not great ideas, um, just because I just – I'm a little bit of a clumsy person, and um, that doesn't mean that I have the most coherent thoughts all the time, Um, usually just about design. Um, But recently, you know, I felt so inspired just with the paranormal and stuff that I finally feel like I'm getting a better grasp on not only who I am as a person, but as an investigator. And I feel like um, I am at a point in my life where I can start putting my thoughts more more coherently together to create something that's, you know, a lot better than what a 17 or 18 year old could ever come up with. Right. Absolutely. You know, and like so, I said, I you mean, know, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's the season of the year, you know, and you've had several seasons. And it's taking you a while to get to that point to where, like I said, you're, you're ready to bloom now. You know, you're ready to express. You're ready to, you know, consolidate. And you're ready to put forth, you know, all, all those, you know, you call them flighty thoughts, you know, but they've all came to where you're at right now. You know, and it was just call it exercise, call it practice, whatever it is that you want. But now here you are, you're in this moment to where you can take those, those ideas, those dreams, you know, whatever you want to call it, to manifest something positive out of it. Because I have a feeling that, you know, using a combination, you know, of those ideas is what's going to really solidify into something that's going to take you, especially in the paranormal, you know, in your pursuit of the paranormal, you know, onwards and upwards. I, I truly, I, I've felt this, the entire time I've known you, half your life, you know, that this was, this is going to be, you know, yours, you know, yours to command. Sorry. I wish I could have given you a year back in those days, but <laughs> this is the most I feel, you know, I, I, I feel like this has got to be it, you know, so that's, that's where I'm at on this. So. No, for sure. But it's okay. If I was 12 and you had given me a year, I probably would have freaked out. I mean, I remember being 12 and like, I need to get a, I, I I bought a golf cart when I was like 13 or 12. It doesn't run, but I did buy a golf cart because I couldn't drive a car. So right. I think I probably would have just driven myself crazy if I had known you back then. Because I was like, oh my God, I'm not old enough to drive. I'm going to buy a golf cart. And the golf cart <laughs> didn't run, but I own a golf cart. So oh. um, like you said, through the years, maturing, learn, <laughs> learning patience. Um, I can drive now. It's not as enthralling as I thought it was when I was 12. <laughs> it's it's a chore. Driving is a chore. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, speaking 
of all this great insight you've just given me and, you know, everything amazing you've picked up through the years for so many other people, you also do an insight hour on Facebook. If you want to tell the audience a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Um, like I said, I do readings for people and I've gotten pretty busy since I appeared, especially after appearing on Netflix and it's been since 2018 and, now that that part hasn't really slowed down for me yet, which is you know I'm thankful, but there's a lot more people who I feel, you know, that it's not necessarily that they want to book an appointment, you know, with me, but they have something mm-hmm. pressing that needs to be, you know, just like I I just need a little insight, I just need to peek around the corner, and that's where I came up with the idea. Uh, first, it was called Sunday Insights with Harvey Althouse. But the problem is, is that, you know, I thought, oh, I'll do this once a week. This will be great. You know, I'll grow my audience. People get to know about me more. Mm-hmm. But those Sundays became fewer and far between. And then I just dropped Sunday. So it's Insights Hour whenever I have to hit the time because I'm, I'm so busy. Um, but what I do with the platform, the show, is I allow people to ask questions you know over in the chat box but i do ask them to try to make them as specific as possible for me to get you know into the area of a specific answer possibly for them um i've done according to facebook it's I, I think i've done 68 of them you know over the past you know three or four years and uh actually five years anyways um it's just it's just a place where people can ask, you know, whatever. I mean, I have a lot of lately there's a lot of people, you know, who've lost loved ones and it's you know, I can you know, do you have anything from my mom? Do you have any do you have any mm-hmm. insight, you know, from my grandfather who just passed recently? You know, stuff like that. And what I do is I mean, I'm getting lots of requests, but it, I would say let's just say in the hour if I do six readings, I'm doing well, you know, because I can't get to everybody, but, but they're mini, they're like, like I'm talking like a, a paragraph and that's it, you know, and I'll say, I hope that helps you, you know, and then I move on to the next because it's, it's the, uh, it's the time frame, and, I, you know, I want to move as fast as possible, but also at the same time, I want to make sure that these people feel that I heard them and that I really gave them my best effort as far as, you know, guidance or advice or, or, or direction. And so far it's been, it's been really good. You know, people are, you know, got really good positive feedback. I get people that have asked me, they said, you should do this as a podcast. You should do this. You should do this every day. You know, I said, I get it, you know, but that would Mm -hmm. have to mean that I would have to stop doing my day job, you know, that pays all my bills. You know, I mean, it, it would be fun, but, but I just feel that through this, through this uh, outlet, I can reach more people sooner as opposed to, because, you know, right now I have, I, my, I'm booked out like two months, you know, in advance, but, you know, it's, yeah. it, it gives, it gives people, you know, who need like something quick now, uh, gives them that opportunity. I mean, I have people, are you going to do, are you going to do the insights hour this week? You know, there's people hedging on this, you know, and then I get all these, I don't know, I'd probably get 10 to 20, you know, emails a day or, you know, mess, uh, from Messenger asking me if I'm going to do it. 
but it just it just really dictates all my time, you know, as much as I'd like to do it. Now, you've been doing this successfully for all these years now, going on 12 years, you know, and you're dedicated. That's that's a good thing. And I'm not saying I'm not dedicated, but, you know, having that ability to have the support that you have and have that motivation to keep you going, you know. <laughs> But, but I also you know, don't have I, kids though, and I'm not married. So. Well, that that is true. That is that is a huge part of it. <laughs> but I mean, but <laughs> you do have that. Yeah, I mean, but it's but you know what I'm saying. It's just uh, mm-hmm. you know I feel I just feel that um, because all I've ever wanted to do since I've turned around and faced and understood what it is that I do, you know, and and and, and the epiphany I got was I need to help as many people as I can. You know, so that's that's why I do it. And plus, also, you know, I, I it's like here I'm going to give you this 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 tidbit here, and that it, and uh, you know, according to the people that I help, you know, I'm like I'm spot on. I'm gonna hit the nail on the head. You know, you're absolutely right. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but then these same people, they'll they'll private message me afterwards, and they say, hey, can I can I get a reading? And I said, well, if you don't mind waiting about two and a half months. I'm like, oh no, we're fine. Put me down. You know, but it's just uh-huh. because especially especially strangers, I don't know these people, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why I always ask, oh, well, you know, in the chat box, let me know where you're, uh, you know, uh, watching this from, you know, from I get people from all over the West to the mid. I have a lot of uh, supporters from the Midwest in my home state of Iowa. Those are my groupies, I guess you'd call them. <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> I have people from South Africa. I have people from the UK. I have, I mean, you just. You name it. I got I got people watching, and a big big upswing lately in Peru. You know, and everybody's asking uh, me to do readings for them, mm-hmm. from, you know, from Peru. So I'm like, okay, I'm not quite sure what that's all about. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> well, a lot of political a, a translator. There. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but a lot of these people are a response that you know, especially the the outliers, you know, out of the United States, the uh, the internationals. Is because they're just seeing my my episode on Netflix for the first time, you know. And then for some reason, they all pretty much the same. Well, there's something about you that, you know, that made me want to respond to you. To you know, hopefully you can help me. You know, I, I feel that you, what you're saying is exactly what I need. You know, so yeah, there's that. You know, so it's just like okay, Netflix, that was fun, but you know, this is this, it's too much sometimes. You know, but I but I try. I try to get to as many people as possible, and that's. And again, back to, you know, the insights hour. You know, I try to hit as many as I can at any given time, and then during the night or, you know, the next day or whenever I have the appointments, and I do the appointments. So, you know, for but, sure. Yeah. And I know we're coming towards the end of the show, Harvey. The hour went by yes. so quickly. But where can people reach you? Um, mostly, uh, mostly on uh, Facebook uh, at uh, Paranormal World Viewer. Uh, Harvey Althaus. Um, I also have Intuitive Readings by Harvey Althaus. I just put that up um, just, you know, a, about six months ago. And I haven't really done anything to it. But, you know, if, if you want to contact me there. Uh, I no longer have my Twitter account. Um, it's just I, I don't want to – I was given this thing, do you want to pay – I can't remember how much it was to get a blue check mark. And I'm like, yeah. you know what, I don't use it that much. I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> I definitely still on YouTube. Yeah. You know, you can find me there. So yeah, other than that, that's that's where I am. Um, well, thanks so much, Ari. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank you, Harvey, so much for coming on today. It's always great getting to talk with you, and we'll definitely have you back on in the future. Absolutely, and I just hope soon one of these days I can come down and take you out for dinner or something. Well, we would love love to see you in person again. Yeah, well, that's going to be strange. Remember, you know, because you're not going to be this little – this little, this little kid that I met. You're going to be this yeah, person who you are right now. Yeah. Closer in height to you, but not that close still. You're much no, taller yeah. than me. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, and, thanks, Harvey. Yeah, no problem, John. <laughs> it's good talking to you. Shirley, I know you're there. I hope you're having a great day today. And again, Sophia, you know, congratulations on almost 12 years. Thank you, Harvey. Bye. Thanks, Harvey. All righty. We'll talk soon. All right. All right. Talk to you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Fantastic show today, Sophia. Definitely. Harvey was such a great guest, as always. And uh, thank you all for listening. The show not definitely not be possible without you, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye. Yeah, we have a long list of guests and everything. And also, Harvey, althouseintuitive.webs.com. And as you mentioned, uh, Facebook, Harvey Althouse. Uh, the best place to reach him is on on. Uh, on Facebook and upcoming next week. We have a lot of guests coming up on the horizon, but medium and find your voice in the darkness. Author Sky Ray will be on next week in the 11th and we'll see you all then. Oh, lagging me. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Music up. Hi, this is Debbie from Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to the ghost host with your host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.LiveParanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.